when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast for Yahoo Sports Canada. I'm your host, William Liu, joined by Alex Wong. Yo, let's go. Let's go. Raps are three wins away from a championship. Facts. The Toronto Raptors are up 1-0 in the NBA Finals, all right? So they... They just took down the Golden State Warriors by a score of 118 to 109. Um, I mean, I don't even know where to start with this game, but to me personally, it just looked like the Raptors had thoroughly outplayed the Warriors. I'm not saying it's going to happen every single game. I'm not saying the Warriors can't you know, adjust because this game one is always a feel-out game. But from start to finish, it felt like the Raptors were in control. They led for almost the entire game, and every time the Warriors tried to make a little comeback, uh, the Raptors had a response, and the Warriors in the second half, you know, they're they're a tough team. They kept making basket cuts. They just kept making baskets happen. Either it was free throws or whatever, just to stay in the game. But the Raptors made enough plays on the stretch to hold them off, and I'm very impressed by this win. I'm very encouraged. Yo, this is a professional win, man. Mm. Like game one of the NBA Finals. Remember, like two series ago, three series ago, we're talking about. Game one curses. Kyle having needing a few games to get going. Mm-hmm. Mark having to take the shots when they're open. Mark was Pascal being up and down. Danny, like what happened to Danny? Yeah. Yo, there was none of that tonight. Mm. None of that tonight. This team came out, played well on defense, and they were just confident. It felt like they had a game plan. They executed it. And like you said, every time, they never pulled away from the Warriors. It felt like it was no. always an eight-point game. And you got to credit the Warriors for that, man. They're they're a tough ass team. Yeah, they're no, just a tough ass. Yo, team. that's just the Warriors, right? But like, man, every time it seemed like the Warriors were going to make that push to come back, the Raptors had a response, and the response came from everywhere. Yeah, no, this is a total team effort. Um, obviously, Pascal Siakam was leading the way today with thirty-two points. Sensational, kind of the talk of the game afterwards. Obviously, I mean, thirty-two points is incredible, but also the efficiency, fourteen to seventeen. But it was everybody. Like down the stretch there, I mean, Fred hit, hit a couple of shots there. Danny hit some threes. Kyle hit that little pull-up three. I mean, I mean, little. That was like maybe 40 foot. Like, it mm-hmm. was ridiculous. Um, Kawhi obviously had his baskets. Mark made his shots. Like, you know, it was it was a total team effort by the Raptors. And, again, like, you know, game one, I, I can't stress this enough, is mostly a feel-out game. Mm-hmm. The Warriors talked about after the game. They are like, look, we're just happy that we now have some film on this team so we can actually kind of just, you know, adjust our game plans and things like this, other excuses for why they lost. But, um you know, for the most part, like, the Raptors are able to play their game. Mm. Um, I think stylistically, I was really worried about the way the Warriors sort of, in the past, have run centers off. Like, they're just so good at eliminating your center because they play so much on the perimeter and most centers can't do that. And um, the Raptors were not only able to play their centers, but also I, I felt like because of where the Warriors are with their roster, because KD's out, because Iguodala is dealing with uh, an injury of his own, and Cousins is sort of slowed or whatever. Like they don't really have a great fourth player, sorry, a fifth, a great fifth player to throw on on lines one side. And that's one thing we noticed. Like throughout the game, we're just like, "Yo, really? That's the lineup they're throwing out there?" Like the Warriors played twelve guys tonight. The Warriors opened the fourth quarter, and I believe this is the lineup they opened in the second quarter too, with Clay Thompson, 
DeMarcus Cousins, and three bench guys, Livingston, Jarepko, and Quinn Cook. Yeah. They played pretty well in that second quarter. I think they were a plus two. Yeah, yeah. Boogie had a nice uh, stretch there. But, I mean, if that's the lineup that the Raptors get to play against for, like, two stretches, Mm. like, I'll take that. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we've seen in both the Milwaukee series and the Sixers series, like, how much it was so important important for the Raptors to sort of mix their rotations because the Sixers like to put multiple starters out at the start of the second quarter. Um, same thing with Giannis and Milwaukee in that series. And in this series, Steve Kerr runs a pretty traditional rotation. So the Raptors don't have to adjust too much of what they do. And that's kind of that's kind of weird to say because the Warriors always make you adjust, and I think eventually the Raptors will have to adjust. But, like, I mean, yo, they're putting G-Leaguers out there, man. Like, at the end of the day, like, what are we talking about? Are we talking about, like, yo, for real? We're talking about Alfonso McKinney? Alfonso like, McKinney kinda... hitting a shot, hitting a three-corner three in front of the Raptors bench. Yo, Blake Murphy hardworking in the media room right now on a 50,000-word oral history of that play. You already know. You already know. No, but seriously, these guys are G-Leaguers, man. Okay, here's... I, I saw Quinn Cook dominate the Mississauga G-League showcase, <laughs> which you were also at. Yeah, and but I definitely that... wasn't paying attention. Was that when the other Chinese guy was there? That was yo, was I remember, Joe Chi there? Was Joe Chi there? Yo, remember that game when we sat courtside for Joe Chi? Yo, we sat courtside for Joe Chi, and I was cheering. That's why nobody could ever talk to us again. Don't talk to me, man. Don't talk to me on the streets. I don't know you. I give you wire to wire coverage on Joe Chi. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing about like the the G Leaguers and all that stuff that they had. We we I think we both tweeted this during the game. Is that yo KD? Don't come back during this series. Like, yo, look at how fun. Look at the one game sample. How fun this series is going mm-hmm, to be. Mm-hmm. This is going to be like a super fun five, six, seven game series. If this is the matchup, and you know, I think a lot of people had Warriors Cavs fatigue. Like, if we zoom out think, a little bit, I think the Warriors had the Warriors had the fatigue. Warriors had Warriors the Warriors have been fatigue. enjoying. Like, you know, they've been catching. Steve Kerr with those like TMZ clips outside the St. Regis. Yeah. And he was joking, yeah. like, you know, a fan said raps in six, and he was like, nah, raps in eight. Mm. Like, you know, terrible joke, but it's fine. Um, but raps in eight. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. So you're saying the Raptors still win? I don't understand. Yo, Steve Kerr just like has like five Spotify, like Drake tracks on Spotify and thinks he's a cool dad. Um, <laughs> Definitely his favorite songs. Hot, I didn't know this hotline was a, bling. Yo, sure. this is turning into a slander pod. Shouts to Asad. Um, <laughs> nah, not yet, not yet. But yeah. Three it, more wins. Obviously, I think KD is. Uh, a huge X factor in the series, like stating the obvious, but mm. I mean, this, I mean, the Raptors can do this. That's my takeaway. It's one yes. game, but the Raptors can do this. And this is what I was saying on the preview <laughs> podcast. I know I went crazy and said Raps in five, but I'm saying if KD is not in this series, the Raptors have a real shot. Like, Everything that the Raptors did tonight was sustainable. They didn't do anything out of the ordinary. Which is funny because yeah. the Warriors, after the, the, the podium and stuff, it, to me, it, it kind of gave the sense of like where the where the Bucks were after Game Three. They were like, eh, that happened, but like you know, we feel like we're confident that's not you know going to happen though? again. And I'm just like, no, it's it's not the case. Like, I would I would <sighs> be too if I've been in five playoff years and making it to the finals sure, and losing only sure. one series, right? Like, you're not going to stress losing one game on the road. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, who looked like the better team tonight? Of like, course, it was the they controlled the game. Toronto controlled the game the whole way, yeah. and all we were worried about was like Steph or Clay going off for a 12-0 run in two minutes to come back. Yeah, and you know what? Like Again, in this current form, right, the Warriors only have two guys you can reliably go to for scoring. Like I thought Draymond actually today... You know, chipped in a couple times, got to the free throw line. You know, he did his thing. He actually had a triple-double tonight, 10-10-10. He had the Jason Kidd triple-double. Um, but, like, you know, Steph, like, you know, he was very effective. 
in terms of just drawing fouls. Like, I think for the most part, when Steph was shooting and the, and the Raptors in terms of limiting his looks, did a decent job. Like, I don't think Steph got a lot of airspace, and even a couple of shots that he made were contested. Now, granted, it's Steph Curry, so, like, he's going to make contested shots. I'm not, I'm not saying anything about that, but, you know, it was just like Steph leaned into a couple foul calls. You know, he was very smart about baiting for it, and so, you know, okay, cool. But 14 free throws is very, very much out of the ordinary for Steph, who averages around, like, five to six. And then even Clay, like, he didn't really get that much airspace as well. Um, the Raptors, you know, lost him on a couple of rotations. But aside from that, the Raptors did a pretty good job limiting Clay to 21 points in 40 minutes. And, like, I think the Raptors can defend the Warriors in, in the way they are, right? Because you look at it, the Raptors, they're such a smart switch and recover and, and help and recover kind of team that, like, there aren't a lot of easy shots. Like, you saw, like, a lot of centers, you know, when they when the Warriors play pick and roll or whatever, like, the centers are dropped back, and then Steph pulls up, and it's like a three, and it's a whole thing, and then all of a sudden, centers got to come out, and Steph dribble past you and stuff like that. Raptors didn't really allow that many opportunities of that. Like, you know, Marcus Gasol was on the perimeter a lot. Like, he showed a lot of pressure. He showed a lot of poise with his decision-making. We've seen it. He's played on the perimeter throughout the playoffs, and he did it tonight again against Steph. And, you know, like... I just I think for the most part, like if you can do that as a defense, if you can then secure defensive rebounds, and the Raptors did a decent job of that tonight, and um, and and you know like obviously stick with Clay Thompson, but like yo, the, the, I don't know, man. I'm not trying to slander the words, but like they, without KD, they are not that deadly. I know this is still a championship core that had won a championship, and that they, you know, swept Portland with this roster, but the Raptors aren't Portland. The Raptors are important. We're not relying on Myers Leonard. We got Mark Gasol. The Raptors are like one of the best NBA teams in the last five years. Yes. And they, they just happen to run into this team. And like you said, these are not the 73 win Warriors that they're going up against here. I know, I know the composition. I mean, of Harrison Barnes will make a huge difference for this team right now. I'm <laughs> serious. Yo, they're playing McKinney. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They need to get Al- the score. McKinney is modern day Jamario Moon. Yeah. And they're playing him in a finals game. Jamar Moon, by the way, was like the only former Raptor who was not there tonight. Wow. Even Master P was kind of there because they played Make Em Say Ah uh at halftime. So, honorary joint. Um, wow. But yeah, they need Stephen Clay to like have the Stephen Clay games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like they, they really need that because I'm looking at the box score right now, looking up and down the roster. Mm-hmm. And you talk about the way that like the Raptors defense kind of breaks up the things that the Warriors try to do, right? Yeah. And that means that Clay and Steph need to have those games where they both hit, like, eight threes to, like, get what do they want. Because you know what you're going to get mm-hmm. from Draymond. Like, yep, you know, yep. You're going to get that from Draymond. But where else is the scoring coming from if the Raptors are kind of shutting down the secondary options? Yeah, and you look at the rest of the Warriors guys, right? Like, okay, so DeMarcus Cousins comes back from a torn quad. He did not look good tonight. Like, his mobility was severely limited. Three points in eight minutes. Yeah, and you know what I mean? Like, he was all right to start the second quarter, I thought. But to start the fourth quarter, like, the Raptors got wide-open dunks because he couldn't rotate. They got, you know, easy shots and stuff like that. And so, like, Cousins had to be benched, basically. He only played, what, eight minutes tonight, right? Yeah, Clearly, he didn't He didn't make a field goal. And if, and if he's not scoring during those shifts, mm-hmm. there's no point in playing him, I feel like. No, his, his utility almost is exclusively on offense. And then, you know, you look at, like, the rest of the guys, like, okay, Kavon Looney, I mean, yeah, I mean, if he can slip free for, like, a dunk or whatever, but, like, his offense is purely off of defenses overreacting to Steph Curry. And there's a couple of miscommunications, and, and the Warriors are going to run you through so many actions that there's bound to be a couple mistakes and leakages. And But, you know, like, Looney's good for nine points. Like, McKinney's good for six points. Like, okay, whatever. Sean Livingston, by the way, I thought he looks – I thought Sean looks kind of old, man. 
I mean, I kind of thought it's. But Sean will hit you with those like mid-range jumpers. Yeah. And then like he had that block from out of nowhere because he's mad sneaky with the length. That's true. But I mean, like you know, I I get what you mean though. He's not. He's not even the Sean Livingston from like. Three years ago. No, yeah. no, it's, it's not the same guy. Like, I remember, like, there were games Sean Livingston used to have in the finals where he had, like, 20 points against the Cavs. Yeah. Like, I just don't think he's that guy anymore. And, and another guy is, like, Iguodala. Like, I, I mean, I guess he's healthy. I mean, I think he played a pretty good game in terms of defensively. You know, he limited Kawhi, especially yeah. in that one-on-one coverage. But, but he's going to have to expend a lot of energy doing that. Yeah, and, yo, offensively, so uh, who Anthony Slater of The Athletic, the, 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 the beat writer for the Warriors, um, he tweeted out this crazy stat that Iguodala hasn't hit his threes dating back to the Houston Rockets series. He is like, he's 0 for 11. Yeah. He hasn't hit a three in like three weeks. So he needs to go on the Fred Van Vliet plane? Yeah. I mean, well, he definitely already looks like a dad because <laughs> we should really address that. We, we should pull this back though and say, yeah, we're going to talk about Iguodala's outfit. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah we're going to, that might be um, the Gerald Henderson. No, that's that. We, we'll get to that. Um, But... Let's pull it back though. Like obviously, the Raptors won tonight, and mm-hmm. we're talking yep. about the roster. Like, but Steph, Clay, and Draymond are capable of winning like a game on the road. Yeah, they're capable of taking game two. Sure, sure. Like, I just don't want to like over overreact to it. But I get what you're saying though. I just mean like they're manageable in yes. the sense that uh, when everyone else is not providing scoring, yep. right? Like, look who else they're putting on the floor. It's like Looney, it's Jordan Bell, it's yep. Iguodala, yep. it's, you know, yep. Livingston. Like, if those guys can't score, and even Draymond really isn't a scorer. Like, he can have, he can hit shots sometimes, and, like, he can get to maybe, like, even 20 points. But mm-hmm. these guys aren't natural scorers. And so, like, the Raptors, especially if they can communicate, if they're diligent with their coverages. Like, I thought tonight, first half they were good. Second half there were a lot of slippages. The Warriors scored uh 60 points in the second half. Like, there's ways for the Raptors to clean that up and, and just be pumped better. And, like, again, like, it's, some of the stuff is manageable, which it sounds crazy to say about the Warriors. But, like, until KD comes back and it's like, okay, crap, there's a guy who's seven foot tall and he's going to shoot everything and he's going to allow the Warriors to play small and things like that. Until that happens, man, Raptors are okay. And, like, you'll, even the Raptors centers can play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Marcus Gasol was great today. And I, and I wrote a whole piece about it, but, like, Mark had 20 points tonight, seven rebounds, an assist, two steals, and a block. And and this is all done in 30 minutes. And, like, you know, the whole Warriors defensive game plan almost in its entirety was we're going to trap and hedge, do everything possible against Kawhi Leonard. We're going to send two guys at him on the perimeter. He's not going to get anything. And it worked to a certain extent because Kawhi only shot 5 of 14, although he got to the free throw line for 12 free throws and he hit 3 of 6 from deep. So he was still efficient despite the fact that, you know, he was swarmed. But, like, that meant that – you know, a guy like Gasol was available in four on three situations, and similar to sort of the way Draymond operates with with Steph, like you give a guy like Gasol four on three situations, and, and Gasol is going to be able to capitalize. And today, the twenty point, I thought Gasol was phenomenal. This is probably his best game as a Raptor. Oh, Gas- Gasol was great. And the point on Kawhi too, I know a lot has been made like throughout the year about his playmaking, right? Like we talked a lot about how sometimes the offense would have evolved into just him going mm-hmm. one-on-one but yep. you know he had five assists tonight probably could have had more but just like the way he played like he was finding the open guys like he found danny a few times for sure mark a few times and like you know i feel like the raptors offense really have a good rhythm now with those five guys on the floor with the starters and they're so connected on both ends of the floor now yeah it, it just feels like it's night and day even from the start of the playoff run yeah like this team has like come together like this is masai's vision this is Masai's yep. vision being executed. We talked 
during the playoffs about how this starting five is championship caliber. They're, they're championship caliber. They look like this tonight, man. They're championship caliber. Yeah. Everyone contributed. It was great. Even Danny. Yo, shout out Danny for coming back. Shout out Danny. Told shout him in Danny. the locker room after it was because I got a haircut today that um, looks similar to Danny to try to change the uh, fortunes. You got, you got the Asian Danny. Yeah, I got the Asian Danny, you know, so it's worked out. <laughs> the faux hawk? Yeah, the faux hawk. So we got that going. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, we should talk more about Pascal. We that should talk a, about Pascal. That was a historic performance. We're bearing the lead. Yeah, Pascal, 32 points, 14 of 17 shooting. This is the thing I, you know, you know, after the game, the Warriors are like, oh, you know, Pascal, like, he had some tough shots. He, you know, he, he did not hit tough shots. Get, got in he transition. got to the basket at will. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, you know what this actually speaks to? I think it speaks to a lack of respect about Pascal Siakam. And I don't mean this like a, oh, I want them to respect them. No, I actually kind of like them not to because, like, Pascal's had great games against the Warriors, and it's on them to not be, for not adjusting. Like Pascal's first breakout game last season, when he was like basically you know just a random bench guy, goes into Oracle game four of the season, shoots nine of eleven for twenty points. He was great in that game, hyper efficient, just like in this one, right? Um, earlier this season, uh, Raptors play the Warriors um, here in Scotiabank. That was the game. KD had fifty one, Kawhi had thirty eight in, in overtime. The other guy who was great was was Pascal, who had 28 points on, like, 10 or 12 shooting. Like They've yo, seen this. They've, they've seen, seen this. this. And they've so for this. them to be like, yo, ah, uh, man, he has some open shots. You know, he hasn't been shooting well from three. Like, Steve Kerr's like, yeah, you know, like, you know, he hasn't really been hitting the three. And it's just like, we have, you have seen Pascal do this to you. And so, I, I, I honestly, it's, it's on them. It's, it's on the Warriors to not defend Pascal better because, like, I don't think they treat him with a lot of respect. Like, I think they were sloppy and letting him get in transition. And some of those things that will clean up. But, like, also, there were instances where Pascal would post up on Draymond Green and get all the way to the rim and finish. Or Pascal would get switched on to pass or Steph Curry. The Raptors did a great job of finding him in that mismatch. And he would go to work and he would score. And it's like, yo, this is what Pascal does. Don't be surprised. Do you think this is, in a way, an easier matchup than, say, like, against Embiid and Giannis? Well, I just look at it like, again, without KD on the floor, who's bigger than Pascal? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you're not realistically going to guard Pascal with Jordan Bell? Yeah, it's no. tough. Jordan it's tough. Bell. It's Come tough. On, man. Yeah, a couple stats about Pascal. Grab this from John Schumann at sure. NBA.com. So his 32 points was his fourth highest scoring game of his career. He's the first player in the finals since Shaq in 2004 to score 30 points on 80% shooting or better. Wow. And his 14 for 17 in the five years that the Warriors have made the finals, it's the best shooting game of any opponent, individual player against the Warriors with at least 15 shots. Jeez. Yeah. And they've played like Kyrie, LeBron, LeBron James Harden, Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yo, shout out Pascal. I mean, he like, obviously we don't expect him to score thirty two points. No, on like eighty three percent shooting the whole way, but yeah. like, I, I think there are opportunities for him to score, and like, especially if the Warriors aren't going to double team him, he's going to be able to score over the top of guys, right? And you know, whether that's Clay, whether that's you know Steph, like we've seen it throughout the regular season, and it hasn't really happened in the playoffs outside the Orlando series because he's had to deal with like. Giannis, and then he had to deal with Brooke Lopez and, like, you know, Joel Embiid. Like, it, he struggles a little bit when it's with size. But, like, 
the one thing I noticed with today, for example, right? Like the, part of the reason why he's so successful against a guy like Draymond, who is a great defender, is that like Draymond is really great in the sense that he's really physical. He pushes you to different spots. Well, what what does Pascal love to do? He loves to feel you, and then he loves to spin away, and that's how he beat you know Draymond a couple of times on the block. It was just like, yo, if you're gonna re- really press up on the Pascal, Pascal's quickness is insane, and even though Draymond is really good at recovering. Like, you know, Pascal just beat him. And I think over the course of the series, I think Draymond is going to figure out better ways to guard Pascal and sort of take away some of his more favorite moves. Like, they let him go, you know, middle, for example, and he always wants to go middle. So, you know, these are things that they can clean up, certainly. But if Pascal can score and if the rest of the Raptors can just, you know, create enough offense, whether that's through Kawhi or, you know, secondary action off Kawhi, like, they got a chance. They got a real chance because, you know, this is what we saw throughout the regular season. Pascal would score a lot. He was a very efficient player. And today, I mean, 32 points, man. Jeez. Yeah. No, we got to say. What too, a performance. We got to shout out the whole team. Like, nobody yep. was afraid of the moment. No, nobody. Like, nobody. you know, you could, it could have been. It could have gone another way, right? Sure. Like NBA finals, first yeah. game, you're going against the Warriors. But, you know, I think this just goes back to having Kawhi Leonard. It like, was, it was I, great. I think when you have Kawhi Leonard. Like, he played, what would you grade his game time? Maybe B plus? I don't know. B? A B? Yeah, I would say a B. Yeah. I would say a B because, like, y- there were a couple possessions They threw where a lot of bodies at him, right? They did. But I also thought he was a little bit unimaginative in the sense that, like, occasionally he would, like, get, instead of the Warriors, like, trapping him, they would switch and Looney would get on him. And he would spend a lot of time just sizing up Looney yeah. and then throwing up a bad shot. But, and again, like, that's that's kind of game one. That's game one. They'll, they'll figure it out. out. Yeah. They'll figure it out, right? Like, they'll yeah. figure out different ways to get him the ball different ways and things like that mm-hmm. all positives very positive outcome yeah for sure very positive outcome i just wish we didn't have this kd elephant in the room looming yo listen. <laughs> but i will say this though assuming kd doesn't come back in game two like you know this is this is very magic johnson but the raptors need to win game two as well if they can go up 2-0 even if kd comes back you got a chance you have a chance yeah and look uh, okay. If if Katie, it depends on how Katie is when he comes back because he has been off for quite a while, right? Yeah, and so, we can't just say just because he was the best player in the world before he got injured, sure, that there isn't a process of you know integrating him back or how healthy he looks, right? Yeah, for sure. Even if it takes one game, that's one game. Yeah, in the finals. Yeah. So yo, the Raptors only need three more games. Yeah, that's, we'll, that's we'll put the Katie right stuff now. on the back burner until we actually have to deal with it. Yo, listen. Okay, this is this is what I'm going to say, but until Katie comes back, Katie. Do NBA fans a favor. You owe NBA fans a competitive series. You went to the Warriors. You made the game completely unfair. And it's not me complaining or crying. You made your decision. You got your empty titles. It is what it is. All right? But we finally have a great series. This series is very competitive. It's just the Warriors versus the Raptors without KD. So, KD, do the right thing. Take care of your health. Go to New York. You know, whatever. Become the next Carmelo. I don't care. Just take care of yourself. Don't come back to the series. Do the right thing for basketball fans. I promise you, all basketball fans, even some Warriors fans, would prefer you not to come back. It's hilarious because it's, this has put KD in such an awkward position mm. in that if he comes back, he's going to catch hate from yes. like all different angles. Yeah. If they lose, he's going to catch hate from the Warriors fans. If he wins, they're gonna, he's going to catch hate from basically every other fan base. Who is watching the finals? Yes, because everybody just wants and you to know. Watch Ka- and you know, Katie cares. Katie cares. Katie's this, probably right now on him. Instagram, right now on one of his sixteen burners, telling people how much the Warriors are frauds without him. <laughs> no, it's true. It's, just, it's true. 
But w- let's let's put the KD stuff on hold yeah, until yeah. we actually know he'll yeah. come back. Yeah, let's talk about the rest of the guys. Um, one thing I should going back to Siakam, that block he had. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it wasn't just. I know we're focusing on the thirty-two points and fourteen for seventeen. Oh my god! Draymond eight, tried to drive on him, and he eight rebounds, five assists. Yep. Two blocks, one oh, steal. Man. That was a complete game, man. Yeah. Um, I he, thought I thought Kyle did a great job of getting him in transition too. It Kyle, has been kind of missing. For Kyle a was great. Kyle had his usual Kyle game. You know, shot yep. two for nine, but mm-hmm. did everything. Yeah, huge plus minus. Had his name chanted twice by the crowd. Yeah, that's the thing I was telling you. So they. The first time we heard the Lowry chant was when they handed out the Eastern Conference Championship trophy. Yes. Have you ever heard a Lowry chant at Scotiabank Arena before? No. And here's the thing. And I'm, why did it take so long? That's my question for he you. He fully deserves it, man. Why Why did it take this long? But it kind of felt like in that moment when the Raptors finally got to the finals and Kyle finally... Well, not finally, but Kyle plays his game and the Raptors get to the finals yeah. with him playing the way he is. Um it just felt like everyone at that time was like, you know what, man? This is long overdue. Last and man standing from this original We the North run. Seriously, Last man. player. Last player left. And Kyle Lowry had a, a, a typical Kyle Lowry game. Like, he would have been slandered today, by the way. If Like, for sure he would have been slandered I feel today. like the slander is dead now after the Milwaukee series. Yeah. God, they're going to clip this after he has a terrible game, too. <laughs> no, but, look, but for, I feel like the slander is no, dead. If Kyle has seven points on two and nine shooting and a loss, people are going to slander him. Sure. But the fact that, you know, he won... Um, the fact that he took two charges, I, I really like the fact that Toronto as a city, we do love so much the players that just make hustle plays. Hockey. It's a hockey mentality. It, it is a weird hockey mentality and what the prices are, what they are. It is probably, you know, basically a hockey crowd in disguise. But um, Kyle Lowry having his name chanted after taking two charges is incredible. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like just it's, incredible. It's, it's, it's Ty Domi-esque, you know? Wow, that's where Kyle's gone now. He's Ty Domi. This yeah, is Ty sad. Domi always gets the biggest ovations when he's showing on the jumbotron. It's yeah. wild. Um, we gotta talk some of the some of just the NBA Finals fun stuff. Okay, what what you got? So obviously we know Drake showed up in a Del Curry Raptors jersey. Yep, I thought that was a cool move. Sure, I think this is a I think this is a fun Drake series too because he's obviously boys with yeah. everyone on Golden State. So there's yep. no weird awkward tension like there was with the bucks yeah there's no mike brunoser <laughs> calling the cops on drake no one's gonna <laughs> ask helps. to arrest drake like i think drake will be fine in this series because uh-huh. it's actually I, the warriors <laughs> we're at the point where we're breaking out if drake's gonna be okay <laughs> yo in game one of the nba finals in toronto yeah. unbelievable um let's talk about the crowd too that was the best hey. crowd that was the best crowd ever confident really good crowd. It, it felt like it felt like they were letting like 24 years of just disappointment mm-hmm. coming up short. Yeah. They let it all out. They let it all out. They were there from the start. Yeah. 9 p.m. starts help. Kawhi misses a free throw, I think, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They cheered. They chanted MVP. Yep. They had all these other chants going, like for Kyle and everyone. Mm-hmm. Danny. They started chanting Danny. Danny. Yeah, yeah. Danny like, getting a chance is great. Like, I wish I wish we, we would have had this, like, during every playoff run. Sure, you know? for sure. But I think you know what though, it, it is one of those things where after you you are losing franchise, and the Raptors have been yeah. a losing franchise. You need to get to the other side. You you, you have you to, to get to the other side. And now we're finally seeing it. Like, yo, the crowd was incredible. Like, 
Everybody was standing throughout the entire first quarter. And it was a kind of a frenetic pace, you know, like both teams are kind of making a couple mistakes in the first quarter. But the Raptors got through it. And I thought, like, the crowd really did give them an extra boost in terms of just, like, stay locked in, stay in the moment. Like, everyone's behind you. Even just the city, man. Like, today when I walked out of my building, like, just two blocks, Mm -hmm. I saw, like, seven different Raptors jerseys. From, like, Andrea Bargnani to Marcus Camby to Damon Stoudemire. Marcus Camby. Like, and, you know, I actually met up with Chris Bosch. Earlier today. Wow. For, flex. For, yeah, flex. You know, flex. just flexing on him. Were you but, guys you watching know, ESPN? Uh, no, we we're just chilling in Yorkville. Um, but I asked them after we did our work stuff. I was like, what's it like to see the city like this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a basketball town right now, right? Yep. He's like, man, a little revisionist history, obviously. But he's like, man, if it was like this, I would have stayed. Oh, come on, yeah. Chris. Don't say that, that shit. Yeah, Don't yeah. say that shit. You know, Vince and T-Mac did that, too. <laughs> Chris, Chris saying he would have stayed didn't doesn't hurt me as much because it wasn't no, like he, the Raptors were going anywhere. He though. wouldn't have stayed to play with Jose Calderon and who do we even have with him at that time? Like he, well, Jermaine O'Neal. was there. Jared Jack. Jared, Jared Jack. Jack. Jared Jack was his homie. They signed yeah. Jared Jack because they were they were boys. They were, they were roommates, boys. right? Yeah, at Texas boys. Tech. Yeah, they were Georgia Tech or something like that. Yeah. Yo, the way Brian Colangelo yeah. handed out mid level exception contracts, yeah. like they were just like candy. Like, just charity. <laughs> like, yo, yo, uh, I don't want to go into it. All right, NBA Finals, theatrics. Um, next one, yep. you captured this. Paul Pierce was doing his ESPN stuff, mm-hmm. and he was very close to the crowd at yep. the 100 level. Yep. And the crowd started a Paul Pierce sucks chant, yep. I think about 10 minutes before tip-off. And he was eating it up. He was doing his Hulk Hogan, putting his hand to the ear. Yep. And what did you say to me? That this is the one town where they sh- they can't chant Paul Pierce? Listen, He's I want... the OG king in the north. I want to... <laughs> yo, I want to slander Paul Pierce with all my heart. I really do. I really think that when he left that game crying on a wheelchair, like, he really just soiled himself and he really needed to have to... You have an excuse to change. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just go back and look at look it through. There, there's some history there. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, all my, all my memories of Paul Pierce as a player are... Uh, going back to Chris Bosh, Paul Pierce dunking on Chris Bosh while kicking him in the dick and, like, nobody coming to Chris Bosh's defense except for Jose Calderon, who, like, what are you going to do, Jose? What are you really going to do? Right? You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Um, And then, obviously, Paul Pierce blocking Kyle Lowry in that net series. And then the following year, Paul Pierce being the one unstoppable adjustment that the Wizards made by moving him into a power force position. Like, it, it, like you know what I mean? Like, Paul Pierce has killed the Raptors. Even Paul Pierce, when he tweeted, when he learned how to use Photoshop or probably MS Paint and then put out that first King of the North meme, like, yeah. bro, Don't forget on, in that series, I think it was that series, he did that interview where he said the Raptors just don't have it, right? Yeah. Right before the playoffs. And the Raptors didn't. And they that was didn't one of it. And that was one of Messiah's biggest L's when he said, we don't give a shit about it. And then he took a fine and then yeah. the Raptors got swept. Yeah, but then he also got Kawhi Leonard a few years later. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's even. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah. All right. Next NBA Finals theatric storyline. Mm. Um, not a lot of A-list celebrities here. We're not including Drake because Drake's just a regular, right? Drake's here all the time. They had this like red carpet thing on the Jumbotron and the one name I wrote down was Bubba Watson, (laughs) the golfer. You you know what it was? Uh, Nobody in the crowd actually responded until they showed the name and they're like, oh, him. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? I was expecting Rihanna to show up in a Kawhi Leonard jersey dress. So my expectations were pretty high. Yeah. um, Jay-Z Beyonce, maybe. They'll show up in Oakland, I think. I guess. That's yeah. unfortunate. ASAP Ferg performed at halftime. 
Sure. Yeah, yeah. Cardinal did two songs during a random second quarter timeout, which was like better than all the halftime shows like we've ever seen at the arena. I was gonna say, yeah, I I, I didn't know how they had enough time to get Cardinal to do it because like the timeout is like a minute and a half. So I, I don't know. I mean, that's a it's a, it's a real short concert, but uh, they also know. honored a bunch of old Raptors, right? Yep. Charles Oakley, Mo yep. Pete, Muxy Bogues, T Mac, Del Curry, Thomas, Del Curry. Del Curry was wearing a strength in numbers hat. You know, like, Del, could bro. you have just taken that off for that? Seriously. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, it was nice to see Oakley, though. I think Oakley probably got the biggest ovation. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, all the... I mean, Mo Pete got the biggest one, actually, I thought. Yeah, Mo Pete. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bosch was here, too, right? Bosch was here. Yeah. Uh, Damon was here. I feel like Damon hasn't Damon been around in a too. while. Yeah, I forgot in about a Damon. He looks good. My bad. Shout out Damon. He looks, he looks like he can still play. He'll play game two at the Sky Dome, man. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they have enough fans. Yo, for real, don't show the Jays game. Like, just forget. The, like, just, just punt that. Like, no one wants to go to that shit. Like, whatever. Like, the, Imagine the Jays if they are so filled bad. game two with 50,000 fans. Yes, they should just, fi- like, you know, like, the because there's, there's so much overflow in Jurassic Park now. Just, like, move them, like, a block down the road. Make oh. them all sit in Rogers Center and put it on this big screen or whatever and just... Jurassic Park has spinoffs now. 20,000 fans in Mississauga tonight. And that's light. I'm telling you. I, I, I'm telling you. When the Raptors play game two on a weekend, uh, Saga's going to be like 40,000. When are they going to open up a Jurassic Park at Pacific Mall? You're only allowed in with a bootleg jersey. And something that you bought off Kijiji that was fake. There should, there should be. A, how, is, how has this not happened yet? There should be a scar. This would have happened if Jeremy was in the rotation. Wow. This would have happened. Also, two Asian fans won a free flight to watch the finals in Game Four. Congratulations! And we want—we just want to shout out. Um, there's a worker here at the arena, uh, Asian, who came up to us. In we don't even know room. his name. We don't know. If you're listening to this, please reach out yeah. to one of us on social. Um, came up to us during the game, during a timeout in media row, and just dapped us up and said, "Keep doing great work." Shout out Jeremy Lin for coming to the game wearing a T-shirt that says, "It's an honor to be Asian." Yeah. I felt beautiful. that. I felt that. No, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It, it was a beautiful night, man. It was, it was uh, you know, we were sitting night. very close to the to the fans, and like when Danny Green hit a corner three there to put them up twelve in the fourth quarter, I think with yeah. seven minutes left. You know, I, I saw some of the fans, and they were they, they were tearing up. Like it, I think it was just this is different. This is this so is different, really man. different. There was an NBA Finals game mm-hmm. at Scotiabank Arena. Think about all the moments that you've ever seen. Yeah. At Scotiabank Arena, the good and the bad and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. The finals was here, and it was a confident crowd. Yeah. And it was a confident team. Yeah. And they took down the Warriors. They controlled the entire game. Yeah. This and, is where we're at as a franchise. And, yo, I know all this, like, all oh, the Raptors aren't the same old Raptors it's narrative. Not. It's like, it's, it's so. It's a bunch it, of professionals so, wearing Raptors jerseys. Yeah. And it's like, it's so overplayed. But, like, if I'm going to give you, I'm gonna just going to give you one stat. It's going to hammer it home. Remember when the Raptors lost 12 straight game ones? Yeah. And it was like a whole thing. Brian Windhorst had a whole story about like, yeah. oh, this is what happened in the in 2006. Yeah. And this is what happened or 2007. This yeah. is what happened in 2008. Yeah. This is what happened in 2014. You know what I mean? Like there was such a comical stretch of losing game ones. There was like 12 straight. On the flip side, the Warriors have won 12 straight game ones. When was the last time they lost? Grizzlies 2015. That was the series they were down two one, right? Yeah, and, and then they and then, and then they, they decided to abandon. They put Bogut on Tony Allen or something. Yeah, and then yeah. you know that somehow they got past the Grizzlies wow. with that. So they've won. Yeah, no, that makes sense though, dude. That's four straight years like up to going to the finals and never losing game one, and then the Raptors beat them in game one. So you know what I mean? Shit's changed. This is only this shit's changed, man. Outside of Houston, this is only the other time that they've started on the road, right? Yes, yes, and it's the first time they started on the road in the finals. Yeah. 
So, I mean, they talked about it. They were like, yeah, you know, it's... You know, Listen, everything can change if they win game two, but, like, there's a lot of positives coming out of this game. One. For sure. And, again, like, it's a feel-out game. Like, for, uh, and, you know, you know that's true when, you know, Pat McCossie's, you know, seven minutes of play. McCossie, shout out to him. Huge three at the end of the <laughs> third quarter. Yeah, Huge Warrior, three. Warriors were threatening to close it out, and, and McCaw... That's what I'm saying. Off a broken play, great pass from Kawhi, like... They had a response yeah. every time. Even that McCall response was huge. Yeah, it was. We need a breathing room heading into the fourth Yo, quarter. Why is the last minute of the third quarter always the most stressful for every Raptors game? Yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, I think, honestly, it's part of it is because Serge is on the floor. <laughs> no, shout out to Serge. Shout out to Serge. Fit of the shout night, out, Shout out to Serge. Serge looked like he was about to record Old Town Road remix. Yo, Serge, please invite us to Rolson for the championship party, all right? Please, please, please. please. We have to, man. Jordy, if you're listening, let's, Jordy, get, bro, let's get it. Please. Let's get it. Uh, por favor. Um, what else? Fred? Fred Sr.? We got to talk about Fred. Yeah, five for eight. I-, I like that any series where Fred can actually stay on the floor and be productive is huge for the Raptors. And with the Warriors playing Quinn Cook, ten mi- nine minutes, all right? And then, obviously, you know, f- actually, I, I kind of like Fred's defense on Steph more than anyone else. He was hounding him a little bit. He's really good on the ball, like defending on the ball, chasing small guys around. Yeah. Like, he got a lot of the Redick assignment, too. And, like... Off the ball, like Steph and Reddick kind of operate in similar ways, and so it's it's good to have that Kyle and Fred combo. It's great on defense. It's it's really good. I and, mean, it's still Steph. It's still yeah. I mean, Steph drew fourteen free throw attempts. I, <laughs> very very not sneaky, smart, smart moves. Yeah, he learned from James Harden. Smart moves. Yeah, and we were saying too, like I know we know this about Steph, but it's really crazy how he's just automatic, right? Like, he's drawing these fouls, and it's legit automatic. I don't think he hit the rim on any of these 14 free throws. Um, And when you're in, like, these close games and the finals and stuff, like, that matters, too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and and speaking of big shots, I mean, Fred, with that very – it was a very fortunate pull-up shot. It was, like, end of the shot clock, you know, and it it bounced in, like, eight times. Something about that rim. There's something about that one rim. It's a conspiracy by the NBA. They're trying to help the Raptors win the title. Yeah, for sure. But he hits that shot. That was a crazy shot that gave the Raptors some breathing room. And also, uh, another big shot where earlier in the fourth quarter, um, you know, Van Vliet drives, I think, straight at Draymond. or Either Draymond or Jarebko. I'm not really sure which forward was on the floor. But it didn't look like he was. it, it would even have a chance of getting up on the backboard without getting blocked. But, uh, I mean, he somehow banks it in. Yo, Fred, Fred is real clutch, man. No, he's got to keep He's always been clutch. He's like Sam Cassell, Houston Rockets, NBA Finals right now. Can we talk about Norm? Yeah, he didn't. What, play what happened? I just noticed he only played four minutes. I really did not notice this. Uh, I mean, he did. Is pick he going to factor f- into this series? I mean, he did pick up two fouls. I I don't know. Maybe I, I got to look back on the film because I think Nurse must have saw something where Norm made a couple of mistakes, and he was like, "No, I'm going to go with McCaw." But the thing is, like, McCaw is you know obviously he hit that three today, and you know kudos to him. But like, he's kind of a negative. A huge negative on offense, and the Warriors are going to leave him alone. They're going to ignore him, and that's only going to make it even more difficult for the rest of the Raptors to score. So, like, you know, I would like to see Nurse go with Norm more, just because I think Norm can do better. But I don't know. It's also up to Norm to make play mistake free basketball, and like that's something that he struggles with sometimes. So, assuming OG comes back and is healthy, mm. do you feel like he can play a role in this series at this point? Uh, even defensively. I don't know. I just take McCaw's minutes. I don't see the thing. The hypothetical is whether he can come back physically and healthy. And I'm just like, I don't see it happening. Yeah. So you're not counting on it. 
No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Which is unfortunate. Uh, OG does look decent-ish in warm-ups and stuff, but I just don't think you can go from playing regular season basketball, having surgery, and then coming back and all of a sudden playing finals intensity. Because, like, yo, look at the Warriors, man. Like, they never let you breathe for even a second. Mm-hmm. Like, when the Raptors are up, like, 12 with, like, you know, three minutes left. I'm I'm still stressed. Yeah, I'm, I kept counting down. I was telling you, yo, four more possessions. I'm still three so more stressed. possessions. Yeah. And like the Raptors did hit a couple of lucky shots along that. Like Kyle had like that ridiculous banked in three, and Fred, Fred had that little prayer and stuff like that. And like a couple of gratuitous free throws. Steph drew a couple of fouls on Mark, and it got a little <laughs> stressful. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying though. Like the Raptors need to play at this level. Yeah, like for it's sure. not optional. But you know what though? It, it's something they can do. Like, this is something to do, and, they this, and that's what they showed in the Believe in the anymore. Raptors. They showed them Seriously. Like, they can compete with this team. And again, KD. We're not do, talking KD. KD ban. KD, do your do us all Ooh, a favor. KD ban. KD, I will stand for you if you don't come back in the series. I will not. Just don't come back. <laughs> I will stand for you if you come to the Raptors. Oh, he he had his chance. I'll have he to had delete his like six hundred and fifty tweets. He had his chance. Yeah. Now this is a great game. All right, let's go with three stars. All right. Pascal obviously number one. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a go with Mark. Number two, yeah, yep. twenty points, seven rebounds, uh, one assist. The, the lack of assists is more. It speaks to how the Warriors were defending. Like Mark was consistently, you know, in positions to score, and I think he, him being aggressive is is huge for the team. And also, like, yo, the Warriors, with the way they are right now, they don't, they aren't able to go small and be effective because that means you're playing like Iguodala and Sean Livingston together. And, like, those two guys aren't just giving you that much. So, you're just not that dangerous. Like, the Warriors kind of have to play with the bigs right now. If the Warriors play with the bigs, then Gasol can play. And if Gasol can play, then he can do all the things in terms of just setting great screens, making great reads, being opportunistic on offense, basically being seven-foot Spanish Calari. Like, he can do all these things for you. And it keeps the Raptors and, and allows them to maintain their identity. I'm, I'm really encouraged by what I saw from Gasol. And, again, like, centers, man, they struggle against the Warriors. They really struggle, and Mark is not the prototype of center that would actually have success. Mark was great, man. He he asserted himself on both ends of the floor, and I think there was just one play. I think Steph was at the top of the key, and he he saw Draymond open down low, mm-hmm. and Mark just stepped in and just took the ball. Yep. Great read. He made such a so, great defensive read. It was so good that the, the ball landed perfectly in his hands. He's such a smart player. I yo I honestly I love watching Mark play, man. Mm-hmm. Just a smart player, man. And also, what a trade. To get Marcus Hall. That's what I'm saying. Raps Obvi- are not in position without Marcus Hall. And they got the, it without even giving up a first round Raps pick. obviously don't make the finals without the Kawhi trade. Yeah. But they definitely don't make the finals without the Mark trade either. No. They don't. And yo, they again, they didn't give up a first round pick. They gave up CJ Miles, who was a bad contract. Yeah. JV, who they were like, we actually would like a player. CJ shouted out Pascal on Twitter tonight, so shout out CJ. Shout out CJ. Shout out CJ's wife. Um, Lauren. Lauren. Shout out to Lauren. She made a great joke on Twitter because someone had put up a new Kawhi mural, and she said that looked like Amari Stoudemire, and it, it's true. <laughs> that, that's the extent of the joke, but trust me, if you see the picture, you'll see it. It's oh, yeah, the, the, that mural? Yeah, he looked like Amari. Yeah, he looked like Amari. Yeah. Like, you should put a wine bath oh, on So we got to chill on the murals. No. No? No, no, no. Oh, no. We're Keep all the mirrors up, man. Keep all the all mirrors right, up. All right. Um, we'll, beef about, we'll beef about that um, after they win the championship. Yeah, and yo, and what are the and Delon right? Who like yeah, okay, it would be nice to have Delon, but realistically, the Raptors try to extend Delon in the off season. He wasn't taking that money. Like you weren't going to keep Delon because the money was going to be too tight. And so like, what did the Raptors really give up? Imagine if the like Raptors second round pick in twenty twenty four. Like yo, you're never even going to see that second round also, pick, man. Also, there's there's European. no need to revisit either of those trades. I mean, obviously, I don't think anyone's like trying to revisit the Kawhi trade. It mm. is what it is at this point. Yeah, but there's no re- the Raptors are in the finals. Yeah. The trades have been won. 
Yeah, that's true. The trades have been won. And they're continuing to pay off. Look at what it's done to this city. Look at what it's done yeah. to this city. The city has been repurposed as a basketball town. It's actually, it, 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 I mean, we should. We will get to the third star. But, yo, it, it, it feels surreal to me. Honestly, it does. Dude, you're, it's like everywhere you see in the city. You know what I mean? Like, And it's not like the Raptors are um, some sort of, like, secret handshake you know what i mean among mm. people but like the raptors have never been in the spotlight like this and i'm talking like people i'm mean, like i saw videos of like little kids just going out for like a bike ride like for like a class and they were chanting let's go raptors they're chanting let's go raptors i and cheered then, up today they, watching and then that literally they're ringing the bell to the tune of or the the rhythm of you know let's go raptors doon 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 like you know what i mean like yeah. they're ringing the yeah. little bells and then you can see the yeah. next generation of fans you see like the city of toronto like the toronto like the real basic like you yeah. know the, the sign at city hall where people go for yeah. you know trash tourist uh instagram photos like that's been <laughs> yo, turned into a raptor there, thing come on take it back man. come on dog. take it yo, back you live here man don't go to that yo, side What's yo i don't i don't want you on ig man you're gonna troll me in the comments if you ever go on ig you don't you don't want to know ig me man oh god um, no but i hear you man no it's honestly it's, man. it's beautiful it, it, it's honestly beautiful and i know bro burlington has a, a jurassic <laughs> park burlington yo get the pacific mall one up right now yeah i don't want to address like dumb fans or like stupid stuff but like i know i saw this clip today of like warriors fans like telling raptors fans that like oh Kawhi's leaving and like l- let me just say this yes we're aware that Kawhi has a free agency decision coming up yeah and he might leave and the thing i keep telling raptors fans is that Think about this magical playoff run. Yep. Think about all the playoff moments that Kawhi has delivered. Yep. You'll have those forever. You'll, You'll have, have forever. those forever. Enjoy the finals. The Raptors have a real chance. And you know what? When you get this close, there's a real chance for heartbreak too. There's a real chance. Even sure. Warriors fans will tell you. I know Warriors fans have been like blessed with so much success. I can't even imagine. I was thinking today. I can't even imagine a team going up 3-1 mm. in the finals mm. and losing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yep. that's painful. I don't care that like it. You know, you have three other championships. Yeah, it's painful. And they're all empty. The Raptors might get to a point where they have a chance to clinch this, where they might be up three two. Yeah, and you know, honestly, whether it's Katie coming back, <laughs> yo, that's the most stress we'll ever have. That's what I'm man. saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm always trying to. I'm. I'm always trying to look ahead, and that's yeah. the thing. It's like it's gonna get more stressful than it has so far. It will. Yeah. It will. It's going to get stressful, but, like, enjoy it. Honestly, enjoy it. Think about how beautiful this yeah. playoff run has been. Yo, it's been life-changing, for real. <laughs> it's enjoy been life-changing, it. We're going to be talking about this in 10 years, 20 years. Yeah. So sure. my whole point is just that, like, stop telling Raptors fans that Kawhi is going to leave yeah. or might leave. We're, yeah. like, every – the fan base is aware of this. Listen. The fan base is aware of this, but he has already changed the culture of the basketball community here. Mm-hmm. He's changed it. Yeah. If he leaves, they will believe in something again, and they'll, it'll be easier for them to believe next time. And look at Pascal. Look at Pascal. Look man. at Pascal. <laughs> we were saying too, we don't want to talk too much like Kawhi free agency stuff because we might like do a whole show about it. But yeah, stay like, tuned. Stay tuned. Why? Why? Why should he leave this? From a basketball. No, standpoint. for real. Why, why would should you leave he leave this? this? Here's the thing. You can. See- you saw when previous stars came to Toronto, it was like, oh, you know, like, oh, they didn't get the the, the pull and whatever. And it's like, look at this, Kawhi. That's not true, Kawhi. You've changed an entire country's mentality about a Raptors team. Exactly. It takes a transcendent superstar Masai, like Kawhi. To Masai get it. has said this forever. Masai yeah. said one day a superstar is going to come yeah. and realize that he can plant his flag here. Yeah. And he's going to make a difference. And I don't know. Obviously, Kawhi is a different type of guy mm-hmm. in that that's not the thing that's going to sway him. 
Right. It might. It right. might, right? Nobody knows. But even he was talking at media day before game one, talking about how he notices that people everywhere are wearing hats. He sees how, he sees the energy, right? Yeah, He's yeah. seen this. When is the last time that Raptors fans have been able to proudly wear Raptors gear in late late May, early June? I mean, it's, it's straight up never happened. Like, it just never. It hasn't happened. The um, city has transformed into something yes. entirely different. And again, yo, this, this the narrative of a, like, yo, okay, you know, a basketball player has a certain ceiling in Toronto because, like, you know, hockey's number one or whatever. It's like... I think that's flawed because no offense to Demar, no offense to Kyle, no offense to Chris Bosh. Like these guys weren't at the level where it's like, okay, I'm gonna like gravitate towards it and give it this much attention. Mm-hmm. When you got when you have a guy like what Vince was at his peak, and what Kawhi is right now, there's opportunities everywhere. This city's yours. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and this country, yeah. the, the country is actually yours, man. I mean, like the amount of billboards and stuff like that. Yo, like no, for no offense, like you know, like there were no billboards. There were no murals for Demar, no. like you know what I mean. But like, because there's you, never been a more fun guy than Kawhi Leonard. But because we haven't had a guy as good as Kawhi. So. No, and and you know what? I know Raptors fans don't want to think about him potentially leaving. Mm. But in the scenario that he leaves, he's left such an imprint here that you can't tell me that other superstars around the league yeah. or other young superstars that will come into the league mm-hmm. will not take notice of what has happened. Yeah, but he's like, also what stuck. can happen? Yeah, but what can happen if you come to Toronto? Yeah. Like anyways, we will we'll, we'll talk about that after the series. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I just like I just don't want Raptors fans to feed into any of like the negative don't, stuff. Don't that feed the negativity, bro. If if you have a Laker fan in your mention, <laughs> like yo, first off, yo, if you have a Laker fan in your yo, mention, don't even take that seriously. Just and just hit him with a quote from The Alchemist. That's Rob Palenka's favorite book. Yeah. And then if you have a Clipper fan in your mention, first off, that that's not even real. There are no such I, thing as Clippers you know, I fans. Respect, I respect the Clippers fan base. No, no I don't. I, I don't respect, respect the Clippers, the Clippers fan, base. fan All I respect is Vince Staples, and that's it. This is why I'm not a not sad. even Clipper Daryl. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm I'm real neutral with this stuff. No, 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 no. although I did go that's from honestly just Lee Jenkins with a, on a burner account trying to <laughs> trying to persuade. I did you. go from I did go from Kawhi can go anywhere he wants because he's a grown man mm. to Kawhi. Got to go anywhere but the Clippers. After I found out Steve Ballmer tried to buy the Claw logo and thought that this was something that he could bring into a meeting and to sway Kawhi. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a huge misread. Like Massive. Like, Why would you do listen, it? Why you would have, you kidnap the guy's logo? You have Jerry West. You have Doc Rivers. Sure. You have a good-ish roster. And by all accounts, Kawhi wants to go to L.A. Why are you being so desperate? Yeah. Why do you need to be so desperate? Yeah. Just make your pitch. That's why I respect Masai being like, we're going to be ourselves. We're going to be ourselves. We're just yeah. going to be us. And look at where the Raptors are. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Masai, man. Shout out to Masai, man. When oh, the yeah. season's oh. over, dedicate a podcast to Masai, man. Oh, yo, listen. Every podcast is brought to you by Masai Ujir. My <laughs> career is brought to you by Masai Ujir. Uh Our third star, by the way, tonight, Fred Van Lee. Yeah? Yeah, let's go with Fred. Yeah, yeah, Fred. Fred was good. But obviously, you can give it to Kawhi, too. Like, I thought Kawhi did well. Yeah, yeah. we'll give Kawhi a night off on, Kawhi, on the podium. Kawhi's going to get another time. Kawhi, yeah, yeah. Kawhi will get it tomorrow when he, or in, on, what is it, Sunday? Yep. Sunday when Kawhi drops uh, 45. It that's another to, encouraging. Because it's decided to play another, on single coverage. That's honestly an, another encouraging part, man. Yeah. Didn't even have a big Kawhi game. Gerald Henderson tonight? Gerald Henderson. I might just give it to Alfonso McKinney for the 1-3 that he hit. <laughs> okay. I, I was pretty surprised by that. <laughs> there wasn't really a, anyone who stuck out, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it, The rest of the Warriors' role guys just looked kind of mediocre. Yeah, you know they, what I mean? They, like, the Splash Brothers are great. They combined for 55 points. Like, 
you know, that's seven three-pointers. Yeah. Let's know. just let McKinney and Jarepko split it because they both hit two threes. Sure, sure. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then Pat Patterson Award. Pat Patterson Award, I think, who do you want to give it to? I don't even know, to be honest. I mean, I guess Serge, but, like, yo, Serge, if I just the on. So I can't even give it to Serge. Can we break the rules and give it to Andre Iguodala's outfit? Yes. Okay, yeah, good. We haven't circled so, back Describe the outfit, please. I don't even know. It's like it's like a Pacific Mall version of if Russell... You know when Russell Westbrook came in with a photographer outfit to troll Kevin Durant? Yeah. It was like this photographer vest. That's what Iguodala wore, but it looked like a bootleg version. You have to look at the photo. You have to look at the picture. It's one of the most washed outfits I've ever seen. He I don't, was he trying to pull off a joke or is that serious? I mean, with Iguodala, maybe, because he yeah. is kind of like a... He does like to make yeah. jokes, but like... He was wearing khaki pants. Yeah. The the sweater was like a vest. It looked like he was playing like a nutty professor character it was, or something. It was like baggy. Yeah. And like not like not well fitting. I, I don't know. Man. Someone like, online said he took two L's tonight. It was just great. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Yahoo US account said that he's already down 1-0 in the series. No, for real. For real. When, when he showed up like that, there was no way he was going to hurt. Shout out to Serge's fit tonight, though. Please look up Serge's fit. Okay. Serge came through. All right. There you go. Serge came of, through. Of that class. Yeah. That class. Is that it? That's it. That's it for the podcast, man. Alex, bro, wrap us up one nothing in the NBA finals. Let's, let's do this Over again on Sunday. Let's do this again on Sunday. I can't wait, man. I can't. Yo, these nine PM starts got to go. I don't want to stay up until like three AM in the morning to do podcasts, but yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it, I guess. Every moment right now is is a is a moment that you'll hang on to later. I'm gonna sleep for like a week straight after the NBA finals are done. Yeah, I need I, it, man. I might just go on vacation and disappear. Shout out Dan Tillman. Wow. Yo, shout out Dan Tillman, making all this possible. Yeah. Well, that does it for the podcast. Um, I will be back tomorrow with uh, 10 things. So a little programming. You know, I'm going to have a column the night of for the games. And then in the morning after, I'm going to expand 10 things, sort of you know, do a rewatch of the game and sort of put more detail into it. Usually 10 things I write throughout the game. But I just think this way you know, I can pick up more details. And I think in a finals game, I really do want to go through with a fine comb. And you can only do that with film. So... I'm going to put that out tomorrow. Look for that on Yahoo. Look for everything that Alex is writing. Look for everything Vivek's writing. Look for everything Siret's writing. Obviously, everything that I'm writing. But, like, you know, the the Yahoo Sports Canada team is putting out content everywhere. Like, shout out Keyshawn. Shout out Ahmed. Like, it's just, like, there's everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Kieran, like, Arun with the live blogs. Social, exactly. Like, we have recovery from every Sarah single Sarah Jenkins angle. holding us down. Shout Everyone's holding us down. Shout man. out Sarah for getting every single live reaction. Like, if it's like, oh, yeah, the Eaton Center is, like, they put up a new you know, billboard. Yo, Sarah's, Sarah's on everywhere, that. man. You know, like, you know what I mean? Young and Dundas, like, there's, like, a She's you know, like that X-Men that can, like, teleport and stuff. Yeah. I don't even know that if there's an X-Men that can teleport. Is there? Also, Adam Silver looks like, is it Mr. Who's a, who's a Batman villain that's, like, is it Mr. Freeze or something? I don't know. He looks like a Batman villain. Adam Silver. Shouts to Adam Silver. Oh, this, this podcast ended on a weird note. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Mr. Freeze. Look up Mr. Freeze, man. Okay. How is this not Adam Silver? Mr. Freeze. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. That's Adam Silver. Didn't he? This... Oh, okay. <laughs> the cartoon version? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, the right. cartoon version. Yeah, I mean, Adam Silver and Kawhi are from two different... Shout out Adam Silver too, like... Came out today, addressed the addressed the media, name dropped James Naismith like three times. Yeah, he talked del- about the history of the Toronto Huskies. He delivered a huge speech. Man, about, whoever like, prepped that speech from, yeah, shout out. That's probably Doug Smith. Yo, it's not like a, something Doug Smith ever written. Like, nailed. Yo, he nailed it though. He, that, he that was like named, pure respects for Canada. He name dropped Maple Leaf Gardens. He did. That's incredible. Yeah, and he said it was a mile from here, which it really is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he he like mentioned James Naismith's like hometown. Yeah. Somebody went hard on the wiki. Shouts uh, to the Alameda, intern. Right? Yeah. yeah, shouts to the intern. Well, there you go. Well, that does for the podcast. Again, so f- follow everything at Yahoo Sports Canada, and uh, I'll be back with Alex to uh, wrap up uh, game two against the Raps. I'm telling you guys, we're going to wrap some five. All right, wrap some five. Put that energy out there. Wrap some five. Tell your friends, wrap some five. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.